0: Right. You did one hell of a job, and the only thing else I got to say is, How about them cowboys? Yeah. 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 And now
1: it's talking, boys, with the boys. Cowboys, familiar. What's up? This is talking Boys with the Boys, and we're back again with some of that Cowboys Fuego. But first, a little business. Please take a minute to share and subscribe, leave us a rating, and a review wherever you find this pod. Five stars and a couple of sentences on why you love this pod will be greatly appreciated. And now, the conglomerate, the panel of homies, I'm your host, Adam Y., along with
2: my co-host, Mark D., also known as Stew Diligence.
3: This is Andres, a.k.a. Dreezy, a.k.a. The last reagent out there.
1: Hey! Let's go! He said he's the last go. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Time, boys with the boys, baby. Back in the building. About to get toxic. (laughs) It's Brittany,
2: bitch. And I am back in the form of a new company, the Michael Scott Paper Company.
1: this isn't real life okay this this party is dumb she's dumb this is all dumb mm, hell yeah all right man well we got a lot of uh a news coming out again man i mean it's it's free agency it's march man it's march madness uh man so many things to talk about man so the boys the homies they're in the building baby one of the main things uh that, that i'm gonna bring up right now is we signed J. Ron Curse baby, breaking news. It was about an hour ago. Uh, uh Mike Gelkin uh, broke the news. It's uh somewhere. Uh, it's uh two for uh, two years, ten. So five mil a year, man. I think that's actually a steal. To it. bark I mean, you know, you know me, dog. I yeah. mean, that's ca-caw, ca-caw, Bring back. That's a horrible pterodactyl.
2: But yeah, bring back the pterodactyl. That's just like a dinosaur.
1: Tera- J.K. the <laughs> pterodactyl. That,
2: that like a dying
0: chicken and shit. Just bring ask back, Ron. Bring- Bring back the pterodactyl, man, you know? (laughs) little
2: sequel. And what he he was for us on the back end of the defense was invaluable last year. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's good for both ends, man. I mean, look, I I try to see it from the player standpoint and the front Mm -hmm. alpha standpoint and fall somewhere right in the middle because, look, even if the front office isn't there, even if the player's not there. Wait wait up, dog.
1: I'm sorry, food. is supposed to say cock. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's it. wait. That's not a terror. Oh,
1: it
2: a... it sounded like you oh, was uh, literally choking the chicken. And... <laughs> nah, if I'd have been choking the chicken, it'd be like, oh no, sorry.
3: Hey, that sounded when, that sounded like when Shaq does the hawk sound when they talk about the hawk.
1: All right, man. Let's go. Let's go. Sorry, man. Oh, I'm dead. But yeah, <laughs> diabolical. Toxic. <laughs> Brittany bitch. Let's go. We in the building. Bitch. Let's go. That's Brittany, bitch. <laughs>
3: but uh nah man, uh J pretensum. <laughs> of- <laughs> I'm dead, dog.
0: Let's go. Uh, bring it back. Let's go.
1: go bring, it oh, back. bring it back. On on road, back bring in, road, go, bring it back in. Run us back in on Dreezy. Let's go, Dreezy.
3: Okay. Uh no nah, but uh, actually 2 for 10 when I saw that dude like the, my first my, my first reaction I that said was, hell yeah. yeah and I did that too I
0: went,
1: oh!
0: <laughs> stop this
1: Oh, oh my, my god. god! My first reaction was ca-caw! Ca-caw, ca-caw! I was driving
2: down the road going ca-caw,
0: ca-caw, no, fuck gonna do, gonna do Let's go! Shit. All right, all right, bring it really back
1: in, Dreezy. Sorry, dog. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> man, dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, Dreese. All right, uh, let's go. Let's go. Uh,
3: now, nah, um, when I first saw two for ten, my first reaction was hell yeah, and my second reaction was that's a really good deal for both sides. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a goddamn steal. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, Real. for what Mark said a, a, a minute ago, he's invaluable to our defense. The fact mm-hmm. that he was able to step in in mm-hmm. his first year with the team, mm-hmm. be one of the leaders of the team, one of the trusted leaders of our team in a yep. Dan Quinn defense. I mean, there's no way. Green dot we, curse. Yeah. yeah, green dot curse. There's no way that we could afford to let this guy walk. And I know there's rumors out there, however true there were, about Honey Badger and this and that, which would have been great, right? Mm-hmm. Would Of course, it would have been great. But Kersh showed what he can do in this defense. And the fact that we have him back, dude, like that is by far more than Lawrence to me. By far, that that is our our most important re-signing, I think.
1: Yeah, and and Honey Badger is definitely he plays he de- he plays a different uh safety role than what J.K. does, man. So mm-hmm. even if even if they are looking at him, man, I I don't mind. Bring Honey Badger in, baby. We've been trying to bring that guy in for for a minute, man. But and I think you know uh, he's more of uh, what we have in Malik Hooker as well right now. But man, I, I I'ma tell you right now, man, as as uh deprived of a of a safety unit that we've never had in Dallas, it feels good to finally have a guy like J. K and Malik Hooker back there, man. I think uh man, I don't know, Holmes. I think that thing's gonna rock again, baby. They they just they just do something for us in this defense, man. Quince D is off the chunk lot You feel me? So You know what else, man? Like
2: it also gives me a different idea
1: of um Kind of look, not like a huge new day, but a
2: different day in Dallas because when's the last time we paid two safeties any kind of money? <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Facts. I mean that, that's that's not a joke, though. Y'all gotta pay attention to that, man. Yeah. We, we yeah. didn't even really look in the drafted safeties. We wanted look, this Tyron Mathau talk is is kind of um it's that, that uneducated cowboys kind of family mm-hmm. with that, man, because mm-hmm. Tyron Mathau, you can you can, you know, clamor for him all you want. But we don't know how he would fit in the Mighty Quinn's defense. We don't know really what he has left in him. I mean, I've mm-hmm. seen him roasted a few times on primetime TV, okay? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So,
2: you know, when I look at what, what one versus the other, um, you've got those groups of fans who like the name, who love the name Mathow. I mean, everybody knows Honey Badger. And they want to start clamoring for it and, and jumping for it. And then they see JK and they're like, well, that's good. But, hey, what if we got Tyron Mathow? Because look at the accolades. I mean, he was uh, up for defensive player of the year, what, two or three times? right yep so yep. at Cowboys Nation starts clamoring for that for that but do you really know what you're clamoring for I mean look what we got right there as far as I look at it what it looked to me is they brought a bunch of safeties that Queen had some faith in and they trimmed the fat on what they wanted to put back there and put back there for a good price right yes, sir so we, Hey, Cowboys Nation that was a win right there big win to get Malik Hooker we trimmed the fat okay there you go you and he's interchangeable from strong to free as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. okay and then J all All right, that is our strong right there. Okay, and not just that, he comes up and run support. He can take the, the tight end out of the game. We've seen that. Okay, a yep. tackler stuck. last year on this team. Seriously, and he yep. even had the he even had you know the the radio in his helmet for a little bit. So yep. from a JK standpoint, it means two things. We're starting to put some more emphasis on the position, and also it's starting to let you know that Quinn has a strong voice in the front mm-hmm. office. Mm-hmm. It yes starts sir. to let you know because, I think, I because you can I, say, yeah. well, you can, you can piss on it and be like, well, Mark, I mean, J.K. and, and Malik Hooker, I mean, that's not really showing me where we're, yeah, well, we never did anything in the past. Nope. At all. Nope. We're safety. We try to convert, you know,
1: corners and shit. So. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. another signing dude that we got to bring up is queen gets his guy and dante fowler man
2: oh i love it
1: i love it man i mean if you look at
2: what he had a a contract for maybe about with 2020 with with 2022 right now Mm -hmm. in in 2019 when he was with the rams he had 11 and a half sacks he was a game changer for them guys
1: and yeah double digit sacks the last what two years or was it or the, the two years prior before this last one right no no it was
2: it was prior because what happened is he had another knee problem Mm-hmm. um in this in his previous contract what happened was he basically had a randy gregory year in 2019 actually mm-hmm. almost doubled randy's production in one you know in one year actually yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. when you look at what he can do dude he has that elite thing that we look for from an edge rusher the bend you know what i'm saying the the where it looks like they can go almost go parallel with the ground that's the thing that everybody says that Dorrance doesn't have that randy has and i agree i got you Dorrance is more of a Newfangled, a little bit more athletic, Greg Ellis. Think about that, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. and Greg and Gregory has that bend that you just can't teach. But guess what? So does Dante Fowler. Yeah, he that's does. why. That's what got him into the first round. And what yep. a fourth overall pick, third overall pick.
1: Yep. Right? Yep. The
2: pick that Randy should have been if he wouldn't
1: have been fucking up in college, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think, so, I, I, honestly, I think Randy Poppy was maybe top twenty at that point. I don't know if he ever had had uh that kind of if he was that kind of prospect coming out uh to to go that high as high as Dante uh Dante Fowler did
2: Don, Dante Fowler man Brian brought us and Helm when they were talking about the draft off we all listened to that he yeah. was one of those guys that we could only dream about getting remember mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he was one of those guys that, that was like oh we can discuss it and it would be a dream but we're never getting that Yes, sir. And that was—I yes, mean—and that's only a few years removed, so I don't know, man.
3: Well, this is where I'm going to not disagree with Mark, but I'm—I'm just—I'm just, I'm just going to differ because mm-hmm. I don't—I can't say I love the signing. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I'm just like, okay, cool. I definitely know the name, and I know what he's done, yeah. And i, I, I know what he can do when he's healthy, but it's that when he's healthy. So I hope his knee problems, I hope his injuries are behind him, but. Mm-hmm. I'm with me. I'm just gonna like, all right, cool, show me, you know, wait yeah, and well, see.
2: You know, Andres, that's the biggest trick to this pony, the injury aspect. And look, I'm not trying to sit here and let them um, blow smoke up my ass.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I know this is not the big money signing I wanted a defensive end. Okay. Yeah. I know that. I'm not trying to sit here and go, oh, you know, we didn't sign Gregory, but look at Fowler. Look at... I'm just giving myself more emphasis on why I like the signing and yeah. why he does have some pedigree behind his name. Right. Mm-hmm that that's why I like it from that end. I'm not saying it, you know, I'm still hoping for Zadarius Smith over here. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, yep. with yeah. More, the more oh, I look it. at it and the more I, I see how he would fit better in the defense of what we've done now. I don't mm-hmm. think Wagner's even on the table anymore, guys, to be honest with
1: you. Yeah. Me. Hell yeah. Well, let me ask you guys this, man, let, let's transition real quick. Cause uh, I came across Twitter, of course, looking man and one of five fans, <laughs> 1053 three, the fans, Kevin Gray, <laughs> junior, he, he, he tweeted out a tweet and it was something like this. I turned it more into to a question, uh I think it was a statement, but I think uh uh or he could have been asking a question as well, but I turned it into a question for the podcast, man. So the so it goes as as is. I mean I added a little bit more, but if the Cowboys bring in Zadarius Smith, a Wagner, a honey badger, or a JK and they just sign JK, okay? So is, is it another sign that things are pointing to Dan Quinn, not Sean Payton being the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. The investments are being made on the defensive side of the ball. Dan Quinn, set up for success. I, I, I mean, I'll take first on that, man. For me,
2: um, a little both, okay? I think we're kind of uh, we're kind of hedging our bets, right? Because, I mean, we had the show where nobody believed in Mike McCarthy and nobody wanted to mm-hmm. put their chips all in the middle of the table for Mike McCarthy. Everybody, don't forget that because I was one of them
0: right?
2: So I think what this is, man, is, 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 is kind of going towards what some people say on Twitter. Well, you know, we don't have to spend big money because the, 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 the division's so weak. Look, look, everybody. Hey, you can look at that as a negative. I look at it as a positive. All right. Yeah. Whatever you yeah. want to say from that end, but you mm-hmm. can run it back light. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Run mm-hmm. it back light and mm-hmm. still hold some chips to yourself. If you want Sean Payton to come in, because if you do want Sean Payton to come in, man, you're not just replacing the head coach. Um, Sean Payton is from the Bill Parcells family of doing stuff, and he likes to shop for his own groceries and cook his own dinner. So you, yes, sir, you'd be giving him full control. Yes, and, right. And man, I, it kind of looks that way in a in a in a sense, man. If you throw on your you know your your tinfoil hat real quick, there's two two minds to it. Which and either one, I really don't mind because hey, it's entertainment to me. So yeah. I look at it and I'm going okay, so. They are giving a competitive team on the field because we're basically doing what we did last year. We're getting out of you know we're getting some people that fit onto the defense. Mm-hmm. We're kind of depriving the offense a little bit, and we are building towards Dan Quinn's strength with this. But you could say it's one of two things. They're, they're putting a team in place, and there's some deficits that Mike McCarthy had in the past with either discipline or just kicking him in the ass a little bit and maybe taking a few weapons away from him instead of that abundance of riches that we had on the offensive end might do the kicking. And if it yeah. doesn't, get the fuck out of here because we got a nice amount of free agency, I mean, mm-hmm. cap money, there for Sean Payton if it doesn't work. And yeah. let's say um, all the Cowboys Nation, I, I know, hey, you probably when you heard that, you went, well, what the fuck, Mark? What are we going to do next year then? Well, it's still in place for if Mike McCarthy fucks it off, the defense will be strong, and you're putting the, the keys into the hands of Dan Quinn, like you've been saying right there, right? So yeah, there's kind absolutely. of three, mi- three mind frames in it. Because let's say Dan Quinn shakes it up, gets everybody behind him, and just goes on a winning streak from that point. Yeah. Do you go after Sean Payton? Or, you know, that, that's the biggest question at that point. Now, that's the the thing about it is, when looking at that, you could try to hold on to some of those things mm-hmm. and set it up for Sean Payton, but you're fucked if
1: he doesn't come. Yeah, absolutely, I I agree too. I think uh for me personally, I I, I do I do think this is I think this is being set up for Quinn man it, it, to succeed. I mean, I think that's that's the Cowboys' way, dog. They're gonna they they already have him in house, and that's their and that's their model, man. Everything in house. So if if this thing doesn't work out with Mike um this year of course they're just gonna let him walk out and let Quinn kind of take over that 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 role I, I'm assuming that and that's what I that's what I gather from uh the front office that's how they do their business and I also do think that uh you know Quinn is he's 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 got a, he's swinging his dick in there right now he has to be for him to get these guys signed and and for them to put emphasis on the defense and not even look at not even look at the offense where there is glaring needs. There are some glaring needs there, bros. Well, real quick, I'll ask you this. Okay, go ahead. This. How yeah. about this? So, Andres,
2: let's say 12-5 and five next year, carbon copy of this year, but we're ousted in the first round again the same way we were. Mike McCarthy gone? Hell yeah. Then yeah. why the hell are we even asking the question? <laughs> That's right. Well, nah, nah, you know what I'm saying? Now, nah, go ahead. Yeah. Going.
3: Well, see, I want to answer the question kind of a little different. I think, yes, we are showing that we are giving a lot of confidence, a lot of a lot of say so to Quinn, I think, mm-hmm. but to me, to me, that doesn't mean Sean Payton's out of the question, because to me, this this is just my thinking. Um, let's say you know, just like you said, we go twelve and five, we're out in the first round. Uh, our defense still looks good, but the reason why we falter is because of our offense again, right? Mm-hmm. So Sean Payton comes in. The offense is his baby. I like to think Sean Payton probably doesn't care too much about the defense. He doesn't stick his hand in there, right? So. Yep. So 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 the defense is still gonna be Dan Quinn's. Sean comes in and says, Look, man, I like you, or you know, I I, I know what you can do, I respect you. You handle the defense. This baby's mine, that the, the offense is mine, and then he's gonna do what he needs to do. So whether mm-hmm. he wants to Zeke's gone, he's gone. So, this hey, line is so y'all,
1: <laughs> so y'all are telling me Sean Payton coming in. Uh, to be the head coach and Dan Quinn still the DC, you're telling me that the nemesis and that A's and that NFC South are gonna work together, dude? That's not how villains and, and heroes work, dog. Come on, <laughs> they, really mean, know know. I, they know each other, they know each other and they have respect for each other. I'll
3: say, that. I don't know. i, if I, I
2: I'll say is. this,
1: I'll say yeah. this real quick. I'll say this Sean Payton's just a trigger word, toxic. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Definitely>, <laughs> man. George, Definitely. George. No, and you know what? Honestly, honestly, man, I, I I don't know if it's unrealistic what I just said, but to me, it just seems like if we had a strong defense to 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 entice Sean Payton to come to Dallas, uh-huh. and Jerry goes, okay, look, our defense is there. Dan's got our defense. The offense needs some work. Who yeah. better to, to tweak our offense than you, Sean? Payton comes uh-huh. in. He uh-huh. gets his way. He gets his system. He gets his guys in there. Uh-huh. The defense is still good. Yeah, and Sean has his hands on the offense, that to me, that could work. And to me, hopefully, that's what I want the plan to be. Yeah, and I do
1: remember that interview as well when um, when he came out and talked about – uh, the shit with Mike and this and how he and how uh, he brought you know the little interview where people were like, oh my god, I can't believe he did this to our head coach, making it awkward between him and Dan, and that Dan has to come out and Mike has to come out and be like, no, me and Dan are cool. You remember that interview, right, fellas? Yep. You know what I'm saying? But in that interview, one thing I did take away from that man, if we're if we're bringing that back in and what Andre said too, is is uh, Jerry did state to that nature of I'm happy we got him for some years to come. So that tells you a lot there man. We got him mm-hmm. for some years to come, you know? So Well and and
2: remember remember what uh, Jerry said he said uh Mike knows there's going to be a lot of different head coaches for the Cowboys. <laughs> I, <didn't say laughs> I that mean, too. kind of a bitch. <laughs> I, I mean, Jerry sometimes, Jerry. sometimes that dementia Cut the too much man. Yeah <laughs> man.
1: For real, bro. Hey, hey man. Fucking toxic. He, <laughs> hey we <laughs> said we said he knows his ass is on the line. <laughs> <laughs> And
3: we don't know, right? Like, what if, guys, what if Dan Quinn low-key is like, you know what, I tried my hand at being a head coach. I know what the pressures are. Yeah, Obviously, I know defense, and I know my little corner of football over here. Let me make corner of football as great as it can fucking be. Mm -hmm. And let me let another dude take the head coach spotlight, the head coach heat, and he let Sean Payton. Now, that would be a hell of a – How can I say? If he's content with coaching the defense and he knows Mm -hmm. he's got that on lock, let Sean Payton take the head coach heat, right? To take Mm -hmm. all the spotlight, all the Mm -hmm. questions, all the pressure. Dan Quinn excels uh, at at the defensive part, which we know he, which we know he does, and Cowboy Nation loves him for it.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: And let let another dude be the man, which it's not always. It's not always fun, guys. We know it's yeah. not it's always not, fun. Man. And then
2: and and, and the head coach gets the head cut off first.
1: Yeah, and there's that too, man. I mean, there's that theory floating around as well. Like, hey, shit, look at. I mean, you'll you'll always have a place doing a defensive coordinator job, or or, or doing the defensive coordinator job. I mean, you're really, really great at it. You excel at it, and yes. and a lot of people seem to think that's what he's doing here and doing now. Like. And, and and there's a lot of them old heads, right, uh, Mark? Oh, there's only 32 of those jobs, though. Who doesn't want to be a head coach? <laughs> yeah, of course. We get it. But if you don't excel at it and you're better at this, those opportunities will always come, in my opinion. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not... Freaking ice. Well, there's
2: an old saying, bro. There's an old saying that only the quarterback and the head coach have records.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean,
2: I mean yeah. it's a lot of blame that falls on both of those places because yeah. whenever somebody, you know, talks about the defensive coordinator position, they'll be mm-hmm. like, they'll get, look at the record and they'll, they'll give excuses for it. Cause they'll say, Oh, well, you know, he was over there. They yeah. sucked. Mm-hmm. He had to make up for the offense. Head coaches yeah. don't get no excuse, Doug.
3: Yep. Fact, hey Mark, though. I'll say this, Mark, I'll say this. When's the last time, you know, Dick LeBeau, the longtime Steelers, DC. When's the last time anyone ever brought up how he didn't do this or that for the Steelers defense? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like Any time like, you ever
2: heard him talked about was glowingly. Oh, yes. yes, highly regarded.
3: That because year in a year, out, year and out, he had yes. the defense on point. Yes. yes. And if the yep. Steelers, if the Steelers faltered, it had to be the offense, right? It had to be the quarterback, Tomlin and the, Ben. Yep. Goodness. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yep. And LeBozo I mean, was there collecting his check, doing a great job. But not, not getting the spotlight, but not getting the blame. Just chilling.
0: And most
2: of those guys, like, they don't do interviews and they don't talk because truly they're old grizzled dudes who don't give a damn about some of those things. They're just obsessed with football. You know what I mean? And that's yep.
3: Dan Quinn, man. That's Dan Quinn. That's, a, that's so what right?
2: I feel, too. Well, Dan Quinn showed me a lot when he hitched his wagon to Michael Parsons. So Oof. I was like, oh, okay. That yeah. showed me that you want to – you want to have the, the best defense you ever had. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's the way I look at it. If I look at Micah and what he could bring to a defense and what he could develop into, Dan Quinn looked at him and said, wait, wait. And you know the other thing, guys? I mean, you know, we, we look at contracts and we look at what the Cowboys want to do with those contracts. I mean, they kind of they swung the pendulum in like 5% Dan's direction by not re-signing Amari and leaving a chunk of change for his number one weapon, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they, they. you know, some people will not – I mean, there's some teams. That's the thing about it too, man. We all were in house with the Cowboys. We just, you know, fucking make fun of our own front office. I got that, but there's some front office that was that would let Michael walk. So,
0: hey, I don't think we can hey, let
1: that happen. I don't. I don't give a damn that the that, that Cleveland got the shine and Amario over there. We could be the Cleveland Browns, y'all. Hey man, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, uh, we we want an adult at quarterback. <laughs> I still
2: can't believe that shit. <laughs> He's Golden quarterback. hey Golden but think Golden about, Golden. about the roller coaster
3: of emotions from Amari in a week he goes from Dak right. to Baker to Deshaun like mm.
2: Mm, well I'm glad it. you brought that up on this because honestly dude I mean everybody's kind of looking at, at, at Amari in this situation and being like oh man it's one of two two ways it's black or white for me I don't think there's a gray area it's with this if Amari has a season like he just did with us what happens I mean, uh, what happens over there? Is he a, did he bust out? I mean, did, did he not do what he was supposed to do? I mean, everybody's kind of hoping, like, oh, man, look, I'm with Deshaun Watson, he's about to lead the league in, in, in receptions and yards and all these things. What if he doesn't?
1: He's got to
3: stay well, on
2: the field to do that. Well,
3: it also, it also depends on how many games Watson has to miss due to suspension. If he misses six to eight games, I think, I think the whole offense is going to get some sort of, mul- some sort of mulligan. Uh but, but, but I don't hear- I don't
2: know if Amari gets that same mulligan,
1: man, because we saw here with the Cowboys, uh-huh. they will give you an excuse till they take that excuse back. Yeah, well, yeah no, a, you're right. That's a run front that's a run heavy offense, man. That's Chubb and, and, and Kareem Hunt over there. And then that's you got a, saying, a and then man. you got a guy in Deshaun Watson. If he does play and doesn't get suspended this year, who uses his he uses the, the RPO, he runs, he runs the damn ball. So I mean, you know. Uh, I'm not sitting here saying everybody's going to talk shit about Amari.
2: He doesn't read a, reach a thousand yards, but I promise you, people will stop defending him as this dude. You got to get the ball to. Mm-hmm.
1: Facts. Yeah, facts. All he, right. Well, it's kind of on the last leg over there, bro. Absolutely. Since we're bringing up wide receivers, man, how do we like our new wide receiver room? Is James Washington a filler, or do you see him playing a pivotal role in this offense? Right. And does Gallup start the season on pup? Picking up a wide receiver in the top 2 rounds is a must. I'll let you answer first, Andreas.
3: Well, let me try to take the questions in order. Uh, how is our receiver how is our wide receiver room look? I like it. It could be better, but I like it. It's not horrible. You yep. know, it's not it's not like some of these other teams who just have a, whole, a collection of of nuts that you don't know who they are. Yeah. Um, do we need to go top first uh, first two rounds receiver? I don't know, man. I honestly would like to see offensive linemen first round, like 100. Mm-hmm. I want to see offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see maybe a linebacker still, or an edge in the second round. But mm-hmm. if there's two there, second round at what 56, that we yeah. just absolutely love, like a, mm-hmm. uh, you know like a Pickens, yeah. Or maybe I've seen Sky Moore really slated more towards the third round, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, if 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 those guys are there and we feel like we just cannot pass on him, mm-hmm. then you know what, go for it. But uh, yeah. right now, I think Washington's going to be a good player. Um, he did have some good moments in Pitt. Think about when he was on Pittsburgh, he was no better than the fourth option. Yeah, And it, was, it wasn't his fault. He just had other dudes in front of him. Yeah. You know, he had Playpool, He had Johnson. He had Juju. Mm-hmm. And that was also a run-heavy offense. So you're playing in a run-heavy offense, which, I mean, a, a traditional – uh Run offense, and then yeah. there's three receivers in front of you, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I think he's probably going to get the shine or the opportunity to shine, mm-hmm. and you know, just to go to see what he does with it. Yeah, I
1: like I like James, man. I like James Washington, man. I think the like we said, uh, up up in Pittsburgh, man. The 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 kid, uh, he had some real good moments, man. Hell, there was a lot of guys who were picking him up off the waiver wire for years. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, does you know every every you know he. He's good after the run. He's uh he comes from that offense where there's a lot of yak yards afterwards, or a lot of yak after. Uh, uh, he's uh, I don't I, uh, he's he's a crisp route runner, that's for sure. Uh, he was definitely a high end prospect coming out of the draft, man. He was more of a, a go route guy. Uh, and it's weird to say. And I heard um Jeff Cavanaugh talk about this earlier, uh, saying which is weird because he's not that fast. But that's mm-hmm. how he made it. That's how he made it, uh, living in college. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. If uh for me, man, is it, if he if he can come in I, I, a pivotal role, I want to say this. I, I I think I think him and Gallup should be uh, either the, the the third option. I think the I, I think the second guy is not here. I'm hoping maybe we do spend uh, a second round pick on a on one of those guys, man. In in the like you said, a pick-ins or a, or a landing or. Or uh shit. I mean we can wait till we can probably wait till like the fourth and get Boat Melton. My boy, my yeah. boy Marks uh, guy. You know what I'm saying? But uh uh there's a lot of speedy receivers in there as well that we can probably go after, man. But I don't I don't think the true number two is there, and a lot of people may disagree with me on that uh, as far as got up is concerned, uh being the number two, because we all know CD's gonna be the one.
3: Well, I'm just saying I'll think- ask this though real quick. So okay. a rookie, so a rookie's gonna come in. Mm-hmm. and be a number two over mm-hmm. two veteran receivers that we both paid money to this this offseason um no
1: well i mean it's not it's not a it's not a that's not a lot of money that you paid you well you didn't pay james washington shit. you paid no, no i know i know i'm just saying uh, like
3: they but, they they chose to bring him in right yeah 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 but, they chose
1: but they're covering their bases that's the front perfect. that's what the front office is the front office does i mean yeah we we had a we had michael gallup we had a Amari Cooper. We traded a number one for Amari Cooper, and still and still went uh, in the first round with Ceedee Lamb, man. And he came in yeah. to be our number two, possibly our number one. Uh, but that's a good question, though. I don't know, Mark.
2: Well, you know, there's a trend in the draft, man. If you listen to any draft shows, Kavanaugh, anybody, the kind of receivers they're looking for is not. It's not the traditional. Um, I mean, everybody runs routes. Everybody's fast, quick. Mm-hmm. It's guys mm-hmm. that can that can. Um, play on the outside, play on the inside, be interchangeable from the X, the Y, the Z, any spot. That's yeah. kind of where, where the draft kind of is going. So I'm just going to read something that Standback said about Washington. okay a versatile, explosive, dependable target. He's mm-hmm. a Kellen Moore guy because he fits into the system at any wide receiver position. Mm-hmm. They got rid of Coop because they don't feel they need a true number one. If you're right. everyone is interchangeable there isn't yep. a true x f z in this offense and that's very good things now the thing about that is before you scoff at that or anybody scoffs at that isaiah mm-hmm. Standback is a former super bowl champ with the patriots mm-hmm. Played mm-hmm. with the cowboys but the, the reason I, I i really respect his point of view is because he is a former quarterback in college at a d1 level mm-hmm. and he got converted to wide receiver in the pros okay so he understands those those little things between a quarterback and a wide receiver while they're successful look I'm not trying to sit here and say that James Washington is going to make up for Coop. I'm not trying to say that as far as his skill set and what he means to the offense, but you take Coop out of there because you're going to have to pay CD coming up soon. And Mm -hmm. how do you know how much you're supposed to pay him or what you're supposed to do if you don't target him and put him as a primary? That's right. Like, first of all, right. And then you got Phil Tanner over here saying, Hey man, Michael Gallup this year will be the, the, the Cowboys alpha number one target. Now, I have trouble with that comment because, look, I, I tweeted it out just as an example of what, how the kind of confidence people have in him because you and I have yeah. well, already seen. I saw that. <laughs> He's had um, – I mean, Gallup's had opportunities to be the number one. Now, given it's a little different when you take out Coop or take somebody else out and go, okay, go do this. It's a little different than when you prep for it in preseason, but I don't have a lot of faith in Gallup as the true number one. Do I think he can eat on some primary cornerbacks in the NFL? Definitely. Yes, absolutely. But, but I think that CD can eat a little bit more. Now, when I look at this offense and I look at what Cedric brought to it last year, James brought that in 2019 to an offense over there with the Steelers where they had to spread a ball around with a dude who had a pop gun for an arm. That's
0: Mm -hmm. right. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can say whatever you want about Dak or whatever, but he's got a stronger arm than Roethlisberger at this point. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm very interested in seeing what James Washington is willing to come in here and do what he can do for the offense. As far as the number one, that's CD. And what I think we're going to do with him is get him in the slot, get him on the outside, move him around everywhere, get him the ball in the backfield. Who knows, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's and that's those are the reports we're hearing uh, that this coaching staff definitely wants. They definitely want um, CD Lamb in more in the slot, more like because that's where he eats at a lot. Uh, I also saw something about Washington possible or moving Washington to the outside uh, quite a bit. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Well,
2: you know, there's something else that I was looking at a little earlier because was a very interesting article where it was talking about Dak's favorite target and I was like, mm-hmm. "What? Okay, hold up." And it was referring to Dalton Schultz. And it gave a lot of eye-opening numbers, guys. Mm-hmm. He was talking about 60% of the offensive um, passing targets went to Dalton Schultz this year. And it was also discussing how he's more than just break in case of emergency guy. He's actually yeah. was our six our, our second most effective weapon this year. Yeah. And no what no tight end had gotten an 800 yards or over 800 yards receiver since Jason Witten. So mm-hmm. I mean, and you look at this man. Schultz, Schultz signed targets. his tag
1: today. He signed his yeah. tag today. So now we're now we're just waiting for them to work contract out. So let's go. Hell yeah. So that's
2: what I'm saying. Like we all look at the offense at the passing game, and we say, "Well, you know, what did they take away from the off, from the wide receiver for? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're going to add a few things with that as well. Okay. So and and all these guys I know, some you know, college doesn't mean shit in the NFL with some of these things, but it does mean pedigree. And every one of these guys was one of the top three receivers in college their senior year, so mm-hmm. or I yeah. mean their last year in college. I mean not senior year, but last year in college. So, mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah, I think Mark you tweeted um, that ACL used to be a twelve month you know thing for a player to come back, mm-hmm. but lately mm-hmm. is seen it's more six to nine months.
2: Yeah, definitely.
3: I'm glad you brought that up, man.
2: From from experience, in ACL reconstruction. I mean, I've had ACL reconstruction. And mm-hmm. I had it um, done by a doctor that worked on semi-pro-athletes. And I went through a pro-athlete regimen of rehab. That was about 10 years ago. That yeah. took me about a year to get through. Now, mm-hmm. when you look at some of these pro-athletes and you look at the way ACLs are now, an, an ACL tear that's fully reconstructed with no setbacks takes about six to nine months. It does to get back from, depending on yeah. who you are. Shit, Adrian Peterson came back to like five or six, but we're not all superhuman. you
3: a goddamn cyborg.
2: no he is man you know definitely Doug and you know well well, they they were throwing out reports they initially they said hey Gallup is looking on being 100 by August I'm skeptical of that I was like wait hold on August is a little soon there bro and I said maybe end of September we're looking at maybe you know getting back on the field getting some some cuts in yeah but then I read something that got me a little taken aback by everything man and it said that his progress was halted Hmm. that there was a and it's not anything big it's not like coming out that oh he had a setback but anything that's not when when you're looking at rehab notes or people reporting on rehab anything that's not great doing amazing no problems is a is a red flag to me Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
2: like like the receiver admitted that his yeah he said the the receiver admitted that his progress feels slower than he'd like that Mm -hmm. that that's a red flag bro nobody ever says that without something being there I don't know, man. We might be looking toward maybe the beginning of the season. I don't yeah, want to say, two, you know,
1: maybe week three. Yeah, he... yeah, yeah. So boy, that's why I brought man, up the man. question: Does Gallup start the season on pup? Because I, 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 knew, uh, you know, when you when you had uh, talked to me about this, you were saying you were saying, man, doesn't doesn't look good. Like you don't say those type of things if you're not coming along the way you should be coming yeah. along to yeah, uh man. to start the season. And there there's been reports, man. I mean, some, there are. Uh, with with what he's his rehab and and the in the in the and the ACL um surgery that he had, there were reports that he was gonna be like like he is teeter tattering week one uh, anyway. And to hear that, I, we might not see him for till week two or three, man. And so that that's why I asked, man, I mean, what what do we think about James Washington and and the and, and what kind of role he has on this on this offense now. And that's why uh, uh andreas i said the urgency to get a guy in in, in the top yeah. 100 man because yeah, yeah. if if this guy is not ready cuz i mean i would think that this 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 team wants to come out banging dog like straight up like hey you know what? Fuck y'all. Fucking all you fans out there, all you toxic fans. Hey, look at look at us now. We're fucking. <laughs> hey, boom. We're three and zero. And then and, and then here that everybody comes when we're three and zero, baby. Hey, la haber Super Bowl. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Hey, I knew this team had it in them, baby? Twelve and five yeah. again. Let's go. Yeah. You know how it goes. And though. we're doing it without spending big money. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Everything they cry, they're crying about right now, homie. That, that's gonna be an afterthought when the season starts. Hey, PUP's Three, 0, three
3: game right or not yes yes Okay. Yes. Well, uh, i
2: don't know man i mean that's in the day of covid you know what i mean so who knows what the hell they do with that
1: shit <laughs> yeah. but that's why that's why that's why i brought it up man because i i knew there's there was something there uh talking you know talking with mark andreas like we do yeah. man. he you know he he knows his shit and he knows yeah, what yeah. Have and yeah sure. that's where it, that's where his background and his his medical expertise comes into play. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and when he says that don't sound right, I got it. All that book learning. Mark so let's say Gallup misses
3: the first three games, right? So the first mm-hmm. three weeks, we see, you know, Dak to Lamb. We see what Washington has, mm-hmm. We see, of course, Schultz. Mm-hmm. We see whoever we hopefully draft in the first three rounds, mm-hmm. right? And Gallup has a rapport with Dak. So oh, does yeah. he need to get out there with Dak? Sure. It'd be nice. Yeah. But he doesn't need to, you know what I'm saying? Like he they they know each other pretty damn well. So if Gallup has to miss the first three weeks, fine. Let's yeah. see how everyone else uh, works into the role. And then we and then we bring Gallup along.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: I just want to see Dak
2: be- being able to keep upright and look down the field. Anything
1: else will fall into play. Yeah. That's it. That's it, well, man.
3: Yeah, yep. That goes you know, to the
1: offensive lineman. Offensive lineman, baby. I think I think that's where we're going in the first round, to be honest, man. Well, I, I say, it, one, that, say it, Mark. Say it,
2: name. Well, Mark. Yeah, I was going to say, that brings me to what Nate Newton was talking about today, man. Nate Listen. Newton said, if you don't prioritize, you know, line over wide receiver in the first round, yes. you're closing Dak's window for him. Those are I wanted Mark to
3: say – Tyler, Tyler Linder. <laughs> <laughs> Dude,
2: I cannot explain how much I've been looking at more tape of the kid just because look, I already established what I what I need to know about him from you know dropping his anchor and establishing himself and mm-hmm. moving to the second level. This kid is amazing. Like yeah. Tyler Linderbaum. Like yes. I swear to Christ, if we could just get and and the thing about it from a centerpiece. That makes up from either direction. You saw the deficits that we had on the line from the left side to the right side when yeah. Yassadish couldn't even do his job and he had to help a little bit and then he got fucking everybody and their mother forklifted. Those things mm-hmm. wouldn't happen anymore. If you guys saw from the beginning of the season, it kind of trickled out into the line. But mm-hmm. where did it start? Where did the fucking problem start? Center. Mm-hmm. Right in the middle.
1: Tyler B, right man. Right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Up the yep. Like I, right yeah, for sequel. real, right up the motherfucking sequel. But man, I mean, we, like I said, dude, and, and you know when the season was going on, I, 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 I'm almost a hundred percent Connor. Well, I'm okay. Well, Connor Williams was most of the ugly. We all know that. But, but a lot Tyler, of, uh, but Tyler B dog, he, he was there, dog. He was there, man. He. Well, we stopped putting Tyler B in there because it got old.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't because he stopped. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, 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 man. But yeah, man. I, it's if it's if if he gets snatched up, which is something we've talked about already last week as well, I think Kenyon, Kenyon green's a, a definitely a guard that's ready to plug and play. Uh, yeah. There's a, there's a few, there's a few tackles out there, which I think they're rolling with um, um steel uh, after letting LC go. Uh, but in, and that situation alone is, I, th- I think is a part of, of what happened with Randy, man. So in uh, and that, and, and cause they have the same agent, man. And, and I don't think I think the, the cowboys said fuck it. You know what I mean? I don't wanna have to mm-hmm. deal with this guy again, dog. That's that's my personal opinion. I ain't hear from nobody, but hey, uh if it if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a fucking duck. You feel me? You know what's so,
2: funny, man? I heard a, a specific detail of that contract with Randy. And look, I'm not trying to there's a little bit of blame on every side, right? It's, yeah, it, you never you never in any situation, you know, what do they say? There's your truth, my truth, and then there's the truth that falls in the middle somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So when I was looking at it, though, I look at Randy's agent, and damn, man. Okay, so you're a local agent in Denver. So there's a feather in your cap right there for bringing Randy mm-hmm. there initially. And then there's something very interesting, too. If Randy's suspended for any reason, his 3% is null and void immediately.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, That's uh, some shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. No, speaking of that, though, I heard, Um. Uh, I, like I said, I heard the guys over there hanging earlier when I was listening to them. Uh, so he's been he's he knows the the crazy thing is he knew about this, this extra extra in the contract because he's already he's been L.C.'s um, agent. And guess what? If he, if no, he L.C. got that. how many times did he get suspended? So obviously mm-hmm. he didn't get his three percent. So 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 I think just that coming back around uh, to Randy, I think that's what really happened, man. I think he convinced Randy, hey. This is this is this is the way to go. This ain't right. Well, not just you that, know?
2: dog. Think about the dirty, stupid shit LC was trying to do behind closed doors.
1: Yeah. You exactly. Do you
2: think that his agent knew nothing about that, or he was directing him to do it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Facts, dog. Hey,
0: yeah. you you're doing. Like you can't get suspended.
1: R- Try to pay this guy I off. Cannot get suspended. Dude. But, yeah, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, speaking of 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 the Randy Gregory saga, some more shit happened. Uh, this week or yesterday, rather, um, Randy finally came out on his Twitter, and and he had some choice words for, uh, the fans of America's team. Some some Twitter beef or some some toxicity, as uh as uh Randy would say, uh, kind of hit the fan uh, yesterday when Randy came out. All he said was, y'all's opinions don't pay my bills, and uh, you know people started going. And they got upset, and and you know guys were like, uh, somebody hit him with my boy. You sound upset, Randy said. Nah, that's your toxic fan base that that believe I owe them and their team something. Lol. So you know, apparently we're toxic. So you know, it's Britney bitch. Okay. So, but anyhow, man. Uh, uh so the so the another user says, you uh, you really trying to tell me the Dallas Cowboys didn't pay you while you were suspended? With, for all them seasons when you didn't have to he said no they didn't no play no pay stupid so he's just going off on guys right and uh um so he ends up saying pretty much hey man this fan base is toxic people I mean this was lighting up freaking Twitter uh instagram wherever mm-hmm. it is man and and, and you know uh, uh is this fan base toxic I mean you know are we well
3: <laughs> I, I I saw a really good tweet I wish I would have saved it uh-huh. But it was from our boy, uh, LP Cruz.
1: Okay,
3: and he basically said, "I'm a paraphrase." He said, "So did Randy say we were toxic before or after he did sign the deal?" You know Sex. what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which
3: I'm like, yeah, because it shit shit always seems to come out after the fact. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're not going to be in that city mm-hmm. now, you, and now you just say whatever the fuck you want.
2: Yeah, right? grisly, Talking greasy. Yep. But
3: yep. but Randy was real ready to be in Dallas for you know some more years but now all of a sudden we're toxic yeah okay
1: you did you did agree to the seven the five year 70 mil here before your agent stepped in there and said no bring your talents to Denver you definitely you definitely said yes so were we toxic then you know i don't know
2: look man look there's a, there's a basis to this the elephant in the room is the sliding scale of talent in the NFL and how many chances you have if you have talent that's right.
1: That's right. All right.
2: Look, if you're a talented, you know, um, possible top ten pick in a draft that fell to the second because you got some different issues that are associated with a medical diagnosis that people understand and start giving you excuses for, and you stick around on that team after numerous things happen to you that caused you to not get paid, well, yeah. look, I'm not trying to be Mister. Defend the front office, but that as that is a feather in the hat of the Cowboys. All right. There's half of you fans out there, not even half. I'd say all of you motherfuckers out there. When the last time that he was suspended or got caught with weed, every one of you loved to make fun of it and make a meme about it and how he's stupid and how he's going to come back and fuck Randy and this, that, and the thing. Facts. Yep. Right? Facts. Every one of you motherfuckers. So now, and the hypocrisy of this whole thing is the NFL is fucking toxic, you dipshit. This yep. is fucking funny to me, man. Uh, Cowboys fans are toxic. You're only as toxic as the your what you've done in the past. And what you, how much money you make, all right?
0: So, Absolutely. That,
2: yeah. Is, is Are the Cowboys fans toxic? Hell yeah. So are you, bro. You were toxic to an organization for quite a bit there.
0: Okay? That's right. That's you were right.
2: toxic to an organization to where nobody would even touch you. You want to know how toxic you were? We kept you around for nothing. You weren't being paid, and we still had you, bro. That's right. That's right. That's how toxic you were. Now, I heard Eatman say something. Derek Eatman, you know, they, they, on the break, they Nick. make some good points, man. Yeah. Nick Eatman, sorry sorry about that. Yeah. Nick Eatman, he made a really good point when he said and, – and look, I, I side with this and then I don't side with this because like I said, I've got the player over here and I've got the front office over here, but I'm a Cowboy fan, so I give a fuck about both of y'all. I care about the star, right? That's right? That's so right. So I look at it and he said, hey, that conversation really, Randy, should have took three seconds because they gave you a contract now after all the faith they put into you to this point. Right. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I got that part of it. And Randy does have another part, too. I mean, go look at Westbrook uh, with the Lakers. No matter what you feel about about some of that shit, some of the shit they say to him is out of line. So I can imagine Randy in his DMs or what he's seen can get out of line. I got it, bro. But do not start Mm -hmm. calling our whole fan base toxic. All right. You went over Mm -hmm. there for a specific reason to get out of some sort of responsibility when you get suspended or if you get suspended. My bad. And guess what happens? You have no clause in that contract that says you're not going to be paid. So you want to know what? And let you get a four-game suspension real quick, motherfucker, and see how quick the Denver Broncos fan base turns toxic on you when they're paying you to not play.
3: That's yeah. right.
2: That's right. And and you come back to me with how toxic that shit is then.
1: Yeah. It, yeah.
3: yeah. Can fans be idiots and just utter, you know, just, just real ridiculous? Of course. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm sure we right. all sit there on Twitter and Instagram, and if yeah. you scroll through the comments, did you see guys just saying some outlandish shit to these athletes? So yeah. I I I I get it when athletes get upset. I get when they want to you know clap back as oh, the don't kids. Don't get me
1: wrong. Don't get me wrong. I yeah, yeah. I, I feel I don't feel like I I me personally I don't feel like uh, uh any fan should get upset when they're in there saying man fuck you and all this and and then and then a uh, athlete has to just shut up like yeah you know what I mean like this is this is the day and age yeah. that we live in like but. You know, we we live where. Where I mean, we're living in an age now where it's it's at a that's at a touch of a button, a a, a a swipe up and down, dog, a refresh, and you can actually interact with these guys and somebody and 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 do these football players and these athletes now they're not our age, they're freaking no. they're millennials, they're kids still still. But dog. you know what, though, am saying? Bro, you so of I'm course give you guys when they a see blanket, something, bro. they're gonna freaking say something yeah. crazy back. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna give say you saying? you you guys a blanket that
2: us three fall under that not a lot of people do, bro. You, mm-hmm. you guys take this for granted like I do. You guys have known guys who have been to the NFL. You guys have lived in Kingsville Mm -hmm. your whole life where they brought the worst of the worst from everywhere. Let's not – let's all be fucking serious here, bro. All right? They brought the worst of the worst when they couldn't make it somewhere else, yet they had enough talent to come to Kingsville and play at Tamuk. We had many cowboys. That's what mm-hmm. Hammuk right. was. Yeah. Okay? Everybody they knows went on school, They went on school probation. <laughs> school suspension, or, yeah. Yes, because they weren't able to make the playoffs for five years. You wonder why, why it, it was so bad? They got their star quarterback who was in economics with me, and he came for the first day and the last day, and he graduated. Okay? <laughs> All right? Yeah. Because that's why we have a little insight into it, bro, because we know the mentality that the most these motherfuckers have. Some mm-hmm. of the guys that we knew playing – dude, some of – hey, Al Harris is a really good dude, man. He really yeah, he is. is. But not everybody has that same type of good guy mentality that came out of Kingsbone and still made it. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay? So when we look at some of these guys, we're not speaking based on throwing rocks at him and going, Randy Gregory. No, we're sitting over here going, look, man, Elsie, you might be able to fool some of these cucky motherfuckers, but I'm going to tell you right now, I know what you were doing, dog.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Hey, hey, hey! We didn't, we didn't grow up with you, dog. We knew you, dog. His name was Fish. Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So it's like, dog, we knew what you were doing, and we knew why nobody would trade for you. But somebody picked you up immediately right after. It all has That's to do right. with money. So with Randy, with this toxic bullshit, man, there's an underlying aspect of the NFL that no, but none of y'all want to touch on. But you're an NFL fan, so there is a part that you play in it. It's That's all toxicity. Right. It is. It's all toxicity. Look what Washington um, – look what the, the commanders over there have under their, their belt. Look what the Patriots got caught with. Look at all this shit that happens, bro. You think it's isolated? Deshaun Watson has 23 civil cases about some shit. You think that's all fucking fake? Yep. I mean, come on, man. The whole yep. NFL is toxic. It's just what you want to focus on and what you want to look at. The things that, are, that aren't that are the norm are dudes that are actually good, bro. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes, I don't like sir. that shit when
2: he throws around toxic and all. It's like Randy, Doug. You have a chance right now, and you weren't in NFL Canada or Arena Football because you're talented. Stop yeah. with all that, shit, okay? <laughs> yeah. Don't you know?
0: <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Toxic,
3: and that's all I was gonna say, man. Like, and like, as 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 much as as much of of, of ass is that that some fans act to me. This is just me. Uh, Randy Gregory is one of the last guys that should be calling out anyone's behavior because he hey, does well, not you know
2: have. We do have yeah. a, we do have a right to act an asset We're not attacking you personally. We got a right mm-hmm. to boo you. We got a right oh, to agree course. with you. We buy your jersey, motherfucker.
3: Of course.
1: Yeah, yeah and, and, and like I said, man, it's 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 uh uh it's all it's it's just uh I don't know, man. Uh, Twitter's Twitter's definitely toxic. I understand this, man. I do. I do. I mean, I get on every morning or every afternoon whenever I do jump on there, man. And it's fucking doom and gloom. It's burned this motherfucker down, man. It's 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 crazy.
3: It's crazy. <laughs> I do. I will it, say it's, it's I, the I, most toxic uh, app out there.
1: Yeah. Facts. Dog. And, yeah. And, and and I mean, I'm just saying I don't know no other fan base. I don't know. Look, let's 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 get this out here, man. We we come on our podcast talking boys with the boys, man, and clown every single day. and We clown our own fan base because yeah. that's how toxic we are we we don't even we don't even get the chance to clown the eagles the fucking uh the uh, commanders the pinche comadres we no, uh the fucking <laughs> new york uh giants dog we don't we don't ever there's no we don't ever get a chance to even because we we see our fan base and it's just like it's like oh my god like just you know it's just crazy only to only to turn around and know, and we know this, and we know this. You know it, listeners, you're, you're listening to us right now. You know this, no matter what you go on there. And I'm not trying to tell you how to be a fan. You know, we that's not that's not what we do here. We don't tell you how to do your fandom. But the yeah. fact is, every single day for every single hour only to be there at the beginning of training camp, hey, I don't know what we're going to do, but we might do something. Only for the first week and the second week to be 2 and no and be like, shit, we... I can sip baby. So my thing is, hey, man, mm-hmm. do you be a fan the way you want to be a fan? Hey, at the end of the day, it is what it is. But let's get this straight. The Cowboys and these players don't pay your bills, man. So, yeah, chill. Chill, daddy. Put down the phone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, definitely, man. man. Definitely, man. It's just, you know, he talked about toxicity. But, you know, the thing about it is, it is it's not like he doesn't play his part in it as well. So.
1: Yeah, facts facts all right fellas we all know what time it is baby since it's the off season we're pulling your fucking tweets twitter we're gonna Whee! give you the worst oh, and I've best waiting for this. tweet of the weekend
3: i got i got two good and two bad um right, okay the, the first let me do the good the first good i got is uh at field yates he goes it's pretty crazy that between 2006 and 2016 there were 29 quarterbacks taken in the first round and exactly uh-huh. zero of them are still with their original team. Ooh. None of them. No, no quarterbacks out of twenty nine taken in the first round. Damn. Pretty crazy. That's that is crazy. wild. That is wild. That's a
1: wild ass stat. Though. You should
3: have the yeah, stat of,
0: uh, uh, of the day music come after that. Stat of, of the
3: day. day pop pop. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then this other one at Jazz Lynn six two six. She's a. She's very. Uh, what's the word? She's very active on, on Cowboys Twitter. Mm-hmm, she basically mm-hmm. just. Said, Some people take this Twitter shit too seriously. Oh yeah, which oh, yeah. I those are
1: facts. Those are facts. Bro. Agree. Yep. Uh,
3: now my bad tweets. So I got two. Okay. And I, I'm I'm sure y'all saw this at n o n v underscore Chris. Basically. Oh
1: my god, that dude. That yeah. dude. That, <laughs> that dude is the dude. Let's let's bring it up. Everybody's yeah. talking about it. Fuck it. He wants he wants to get he wants to put his name out there. Hey. And uh, yeah. Chris, I don't even know you, homie. But yeah. hey, for you to write a, a, a big old letter about how you're going to go to the Chargers, homie.
3: Oh, yeah. I've, the Cowboys. I've been with us for 30 years through the ups and the downs and the heartache. And I'm yeah, taking my man. talent. To that was Los soft. To
1: That's soft. That's S A. W
3: F T. Soft.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Definitely, and man. You, he, wanted, hey, he wanted he wanted. to get big off of it, man. He wanted attention. He wanted, attention. To... He wanted yeah. attention. A
3: lot of people on yeah. your ass, dog. They on your ass now in a week. I don't
1: know you, homie. So. You. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the yeah. second word
3: was our very own Adam <laughs> Y. When he put menudo over caldo, I stand hey, on it. what?
2: Oh, you, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. This menudo over Yo. Caldo.
3: Right. I yeah. saw. How are
2: you gonna uh, say that's the worst tweet,
1: asshole?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I said I'm definitely gonna call him out for this one, boy.
1: Hey, manuza all day, baby. Manuza, Let's man. Go.
3: I, eat, I I eat that twice a year. Like I'm not even lying. I Probably that,
1: mm-hmm,
2: that mm-hmm. bowl of manteca.
3: I eat it on New Year's Eve and maybe some other random cold night throughout the year. That's it. Yeah, but I yeah. Know, I make a mean cava, bro. Mean cava.
2: Yeah. Hey, you see, I, there's, I, mean, I, I got too much of a white stomach in me to fuck with that shit sometimes, bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you, dog. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that, that that Irish in me comes out. Like that, One of my, my cousin Sam, he was like, hey, yeah, crudo,
1: menudo. And that shit worked in the opposite. I threw that shit up.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I'm so. telling you. Hey, my dad makes a, a mean menudo, dog. Uh, shit. I um, believe it. And uh, my old lady makes a a, a badass call dog. So, you know what yeah. I'm saying. But 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 to me, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, men knew those words at, homie. Men well, knew those words. I'm good. not, and I'm yeah. not talking about uh, 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 Ricky Martin and that little band. <laughs> nah, bro.
3: I was gonna hey, say, man. you know? <laughs> Out, right it's now
2: gay. You know how you know how fucking rancho my family is, bro? I got cousins that eat the pata and re- and and request uh, for you to leave it there yeah, for them.
1: Yeah, hey, for all y'all out there, man. I hey, trust me, man. There's there's been some some damn good menudo in my life, man. And I've been to some holes in the wall where I hit that bottom of the goddamn bow and that pigfoot came up with little hairs on it, kind of disgusted me.
0: Sure.
1: <laughs> you know, but, know what hey, though, man? We get criticized in Kingsville, but ain't no better Mexican food, dog, for real. Ooh, let's go.
2: Let's go! Hey, yeah, I man. put that against anybody. I put, I put, man. I bet you we find a taco or a, bur- or a burrito in Kingsville and put it against mm-hmm. anything and knock it out the water, bro. Yeah,
1: yeah. But well, hey, it, it, yeah. Uh, well, at the end of the day, man, Andreas, Dreezy, my guy, I love you, but fuck you. <laughs> I stand with Manudo, <laughs> dog. <laughs> I stand with Manudo. <laughs> Let's go. Well, that, you
2: know, um, Andreas's last tweet, actually, um, not the Manudo one, but the one right before that, Thank stating you. that Thank fucking you. official. Yeah. The official fucking charger statement. That fucking stupid fucking shit, dude. Like like, I hope that that was was just your way that was was just your way of getting some sort of like attention on Twitter. Because we all say stupid shit sometimes to get attention on Twitter. Because there's a dude, Jay Tuck. He liked that shit. He said, I ain't mad at this. Yeah. And I am. Dude, look, like I said earlier, you either uh, you can get on the, the, the fan standpoint, you can either mm-hmm. get on the player standpoint or the front office standpoint. There's one standpoint that I'll never get away from, and that's the star standpoint, because I'm entertained by this. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't live and die with you motherfuckers. I really don't. You don't mm-hmm. affect my week that much. And for people that go, well, Mark, you're not as much of a fan as I am because it does to me. Nah, mm-hmm. you're just weak-minded, homie. That's, that's it. right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that just means my wife would break you down in a day, dog. <laughs> Facts. That's man. all that means, yeah. man. And he said, I ain't mad at this. So I am, dog, because that's stupidity. I dude, for me, I'm pretty sure for you too as well. It's in the sangre, bro. It's not that's something it. I'm gonna quit. It's something my field gave to me and something I already gave to my son. If any of y'all see on Twitter, the boy's got cowboy sheets. He ain't got no option. Right? <laughs> yeah. The one thing I won't take in my house is an Eagles fan. So yeah, what no. the fuck that means. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. and then and then there's another one here. It says it's from the same dude, Jay Tuck. Let's be honest. The generation before us bounced when Jerry fired Landry. Mm-hmm. Today's generation walk around yeah. in heat jerseys and cab shorts. Mm-hmm. He the only ones who believe in staying mediocre until the casket drops. Mediocre, see, I thought that was fandom. I thought that yeah. was diehard. You yeah. know, you go ask you know a Boston Red Sox fan or a Cubs fan if they feel validated after all that long time of losing. And I bet you they'll be like, "You kidding? Did you ask me that?"
3: Cubs you know, fan right here. Love,
2: yep. it's the love of the fucking sport and the team. Like this, this—it's so much Twitter fandom, bro. Like if Mike Theo sat here and looked at some of this shit, he'd be like, "The, penis, what the fuck? it's not yeah. that, it's not Facts. that serious." Hey, but bro, but
0: I
3: mean, it's quick, fucking entertaining. or George Lopez said, "Mas puto." I'm hey, if, my
0: you're,
3: puto. if you're an, oh, if you're an adult male and you really let a rocky offseason, really make you switch teams like that. Mm. My Maspo, uh, bro. Hey, I swear yes, to God. Bro. And I got
2: hey. some receipts. Hey, some of y'all dudes, I didn't think y'all would, man. And maybe y'all hear my voice. I ain't going to call nobody out. But there are some of y'all dudes that haven't had an eye on. And I swear to fucking Christ, next season, when we're winning, mm-hmm. you guys are going to come back on and start chanting this, that, and the third. And you're going to think it's cute. And I'm holding all those receipts right now because I ain't going to be cute back. hmm we could have the worst fucking record in the NFL. We could be this, that, and the third, and guess what? I'm going to be over here looking on how to build a team, what to look for in the draft, make fun of myself but also still be a fan. Y'all dudes yeah. can just go the fuck over there, dog. Like, That's seriously. Right. That's right. Yeah, get your participation trophy and get the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree, dog. I agree. That shit just that that shit runs, you know, dog. I mean, you got a fucking <laughs> <smart laughs> tattoo. You got a star tattooed on your leg, big bro.
1: That's right. I do, man. And like I said, man, we've said this before, man. I can't just take this shit off my calf, dog. This hey, is, if the front, front is... office pisses you off, you're going to laser remove that bitch or what? Nah, hell no. Hell no. And, and and we don't even cut for the front office here, dog. No, we don't. We, don't. we, we applaud that when they make the good moves, office. when they do make good moves and when they do fucking draft guys like CeeDee Lamb and Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parsons, guys that they didn't skip over, dog. You know, guys like Tyron Smith that have been on the roster for 12 years, dog, and, and been the upper echelon, dog. Guys like uh, uh, Martin, uh, that, that's one of the best in the league, dog. Guys like Dak, who was a diamond in the rough. Let's applaud that, man. Let's applaud that. Oh, no, no, no. But y'all want to be, hey, th- this is what it is to be a fan.
2: Go ask me. You know the what, though, dog? There's Go some, ask.
1: There's some people that started at Tony Romo. Personally, I can tell you all the quarterbacks between Troy Aikman and Tony Romo, motherfucker that's right yes that's sir right. i mean we're here dog this is this is this is die here. this is die hard uh talking boys with the boys is die hard baby like this is what we do man this is what we do are we pissed yeah is it gonna ruin my day no guess nope. what when you're over here complaining and crying and shit like that i'm thinking about uh what my next venture is man how to get that money dog you know what i'm yep. saying hey what am i hey hey tell them all lady he hey man uh 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 uh, when we gonna put this pool in the backyard? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Shit like that, dog. There you go, y'all dog. motherfuckers over here just fucking letting it ruin your day. Saturday, hey, my- hey, oh hey big God. bro, hey, you, you want to get why- out of bed? I want to eat and we can get into my coverage and
2: eat ice cream on day. Hey. Hey, you want to know? Hey, you want to know why I got so much hope for CD Land? Why I love that '88 and I want to see it produced? Because yep. I remember when I had hope for Antonio Bryant. Mm. Hey, Some of y'all don't know that name. Go look it up.
3: They don't know ah! that
0: name.
2: Some of y'all yeah. don't
3: know that name. It's okay.
2: They're 88, like, No, no, no. I'm talking about the dude that threw a, a towel in Bill yeah. Parcells' yeah. face. No. Don't yeah, know. I yeah, know. I know, I know. We just no, missed no, no. It. no, no, no <laughs> I know. I'm just giving. I know. I know. Y'all know. I'm just giving it to people out there because we've been around for a long time, bro. Dexter Cooley yeah, was one of my favorite
1: linebackers, and half you motherfuckers can't even spell the last name.
3: Yeah. Oh, that was man. a bad dude.
1: Well, let me uh, let me bring up some of mine, man. One of my best tweets, or one of the best tweets that I saw this weekend was my boy Nick Harrell, dog. At Nick, underscore hair 34, the homie, dog. Always rocking with us, man. But <laughs> this fool said, as soon as Adam Schefter hit, Juju Smith-Schuster announced he's going to Kansas City. He subtweeted, Jackson Mahomes seeing that. He has TikTok competition now in KC. Had that little boy hitting that table crying. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's one that's one of my best, man. That shit had me rolling, dog. I said it myself too, man. I, I, I don't know where, where, where my tweet went, but yeah, I was like, yeah, them boys out there, they're gonna be battling. You know what I'm saying? But uh as far as my worst, man, um there were several dog. Too many. Too many worse, man. And you know what? Fuck it. You know what? I I don't feel like I don't feel like uh at none of y'all right now because y'all ain't gonna get that that type of uh reciprocation from me man cause y'all motherfuckers is just uh y'all hey fuck it y'all are toxic <laughs> <Definitely> <laughs> Definitely. Yep. yep so y'all gonna get that love y'all ain't gonna get that love today not for nope. me not for uh-huh. As- why uh-huh. I'm talking boys with the boys man fuck your toxic asses
2: <laughs> hey real quick I'm gonna give a shout out shout out to our a shout out a shout out I want to
3: give short, A shout out. To a our, uh, I, I
2: sharted.
1: Uh, I haven't sharted in, I sharted in a minute, homie. No,
3: Be careful, no, if you no. shart out. Uh, mm.
2: Definitely shart out. At Dylan, uh, at Dylan eighty eight Wilsonman, give us. Yeah. You know he's uh he rock with us quite a bit and gave us a little shout out the other day. A few things that he was doing. Uh, good to see the homie doing, doing Ghost. good, man. The homie. Yeah, there Ghost you go.
1: Podcast. Go check that out. He uh he uh, uh actually it's called uh behind the avatar if I'm not mistaken and and he uh where he talks to 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 other content creators and, and or or people who are or I guess well liked in, in, in the Twitter world and stuff like that and kind of breaks it down with them on how they get start how they got started with their with their stuff that they do and their, their content that they create. And and the homie the homie Dylan Wilson was out there man and he shouted us out man and he always showed the love man the uh the third amigo man and, and yeah man we appreciate it dog. Definitely, definitely. You know it's all love. Um uh, Anything uh, else, fellas, to uh, round this podcast out? Because we definitely said a lot, and there's gonna be a, probably a lot of feelings hurt. Whoever's hearing this, but you know what? I'm toxic because I don't give a fuck. Well, I hope they are hurting come, come, come <laughs> at like.
2: I mean, I hate to to come off like uh, like Richard Sherman, but come at me, bro. I mean, fuck anybody, <laughs> no. I mean, it's okay, you know. I mean, I'm not a mean guy. I don't, think.
3: don't put in yeah. a weak receiver on. And I was that dumbass.
1: No, 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 Michael Crabtree. What do you? What do you? What do you say about it? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah, think- yeah. He, he said he slashed his
2: chain. Remember, he said he slashed his chain. He yeah, said, uh, hell yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, come at me, bro. Yeah, anybody, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. I mean, hey, man, look. Uh, my thing is, man. Just they, they call me Latrell Spreewell, dog. Like I choke a fucking. So, <laughs> I choke a motherfucker. And, you know I choke a motherfucker, <laughs> dog. So yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. We can be. Hey, well there you go, right there.
2: There you go. You got you got Spreewell right there. You got Tim Hardaway right here, and you got uh, Mullins right mm-hmm. there, and Andres.
3: Right? That's right. That's right. I'm the yeah. white guy with the. Flat- God You're damn. the white guy
2: with the flat top that pulls from from fucking anywhere.
3: <laughs> I will pull. Hey, one thing about me, I'll pull up. Hey,
2: hey. Yeah. I hit you with that two step real quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know.
3: Nah, man.
1: But all right, fellas. Well, we've been on all here right, for guys. an hour, man. Yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this up because I smell the food downstairs.
3: Downstairs. Mm, hey.
1: No, I already know. Toxic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's Britney, bitch. Yes, yeah, it's dog. It's, it's, it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, hell
1: yeah. All right, well, fellas. Let's bring this thing to an end, man. Uh, y'all know where y'all can find me. I'm Hop on Twitter, Adam White, talking boys with the boys, man. Hey, fuck with me or don't, dog. Y'all already know what it is. I'm
2: going through it.
3: I'm
1: going through it.
2: Ah, man, I, I had a little too much caffeine sorry guys. But yeah, man, you know, just come holler at me, you know, and uh, I don't know. I get kind of lonely out there, man.
3: You can find me at that boy Dreezy and uh this madness doesn't stop in March. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm, literally. And it's always what, Dreezy?
3: G's up, hose down.
1: <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. Thank you for <laughs> rocking with talking boys with the boys.